This morning's reading is from Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through to 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My name's Nick, and um, I'm doing the next bit. And uh, we're going to need the music group up here in a moment. So if uh, they can get ready, that'd be really good as well. Now, this morning, we've got a donkey who's going to come and help her because Jesus rode on a donkey. And uh, a donkey's in the back. And the donkey's a little bit shy. So after three, if we could all shout donkey, maybe the donkey would be less shy and come out. Do you want to have a go at that? <laughs> bit pantomime, isn't it? Okay, one, two, three... Maybe the donkey isn't as shy as I thought he was. Okay, Jesus rode on a donkey, and we've got a road here, in, but spelt slightly differently, and we're going to need some palm leaves and some coats and some other bits and pieces. So if you could put your palm leaves, come and bring them, and put them on the road before Jesus. So all the things that you've just written on your sheets, you need to bring them Lay them down at the feet of Jesus and he will receive them as an offering. But at the moment we have a donkey, but we haven't got a Jesus. Does anybody want to be Jesus and ride on the donkey? Yes, Mr. Stotter, come up here. That was the first hand I saw. There is a bit of space and time for other people to do that as well. And... You're going to come up onto the back of the donkey. As, well, hang on, not on his shoulders, just on his back. It'd be much, much safer. Okay. Whew. And you okay, donkey? No quotes from Shrek, please. And we're going to, the band's going to lead us because what was everybody shouting and singing? Hosanna to the son of David. 
because they recognised who Jesus was. So we're just going to sing that, that bit of a chorus. The group's going to lead us, join in with the singing if you want to. And, uh, you're wondering I haven't rewritten scripture and there was two Jesuses okay there was still only one Jesus thank you donkey and you can go and um, go and have some hay or whatever you do go and be a donkey and that was a great song but I want to set the scene a little bit more because what happened was it wasn't a nice wafty song that they were singing as they were singing I want you to come with me on a journey and the disciples and everybody uh, was together. Have you, have you ever come out, have you ever tried to walk past Hillsborough football ground on match day? It would have been a bit more like that and a bit more crammed in and people shouting and cheering and there they were all together walking up the Temple Mount towards the temple in Jerusalem. And like they said on the video, it was festival season. They were celebrating when they had been liberated from the Egyptians. And that was their festival. And not only that, it was they were being oppressed by the Romans. They would have been walking up this big road with loads of other people with them. They would have been probably walking past dead bodies as people had been crucified along the road, as uh, other oppressions had been suppressed by the Romans. It was a violent, horrible time to be alive. But there they were. That was when Jesus lived and they recognized who he was and Jesus started riding on a donkey and they were singing the messianic the promised songs knowing that Jesus was the chosen one the one who had promised guess who was in the donkey suit no prizes <laughs> knowing who was Jesus he, he accepted the donkey and he rode he accepted the praise and the affirmation of who he was. It was, a, it was a tricky time for the Romans. They had clenched swords ready. You could feel it in the air. A violence was going to kick off at any point. The tension was there. They had their teeth clenched. They had their hands clenched on their sword. They had everything clenched. 
just in case. But Jesus on a donkey with his disciples and everybody else singing and shouting and they rode up the road and instead of turning one way to overthrow the Romans, Jesus turned the other way and went into the temple and overthrew the tables and chased out the animals. And he quoted a prophecy from Jeremiah. 600 years later, Jeremiah stood in the temple and said, this is supposed to be a house of prayer. Well, actually, Isaiah said that bit. But then Jeremiah said, but you've turned it into a den of? Absolutely. And I'll tell you, with the help of Ellie, what happened. Ellie, come, come and give me a hand. So, the, yeah, just, this is your lamb. Imagine, imagine Hillsborough football pitch. As big as it is, probably about six times bigger than that or something like that. And there's the goal mouth, which is the Holy of Holies. And that's where all the sacrifices and everything else took place. And then outside of that, there was uh, the, the court of the Jews where they could come and receive the sacrifice. And that would probably be the halfway line. And then from back there in the other half would have been the court of the women where they were allowed to stand. I didn't make the rules, don't blame me. And then, imagine the stands, or where everyone sits in the stadium. That would have been called the court of the Gentiles. So if you weren't a Jew by birth, that's where the only place you were allowed to stand. And that's exactly the place where all the trading and all the buying and selling was taking place. So there was lots of God-fearing Jews from all over the world coming with a desire to worship God in their hearts, and they'd entered what would, in effect, become a marketplace. And Jesus was livid. And this is why. So Ellie comes with her lamb. She spent £100 on this lamb, and it's her sacrifice, and she wants to offer that sacrifice to God because she loves God. And can I just borrow you a second? Thank you very much. I didn't ask earlier because you'd say no. And... So we have this mean Pharisee or Sadducee or I can't remember exactly who it was who takes the lamb and inspects it, looks at the lamb and said, oh, this isn't a proper lamb worthy of being offered to Jesus, uh, to, to God himself. And so they would go around and they'd come out the back with another lamb, which looks surprisingly the same. And, but this lamb... This is worth 200 pounds. So if you want to make a sacrifice, you have to have a, a proper lamb that's been verified by the right people, and then you can sacrifice that lamb. But another problem arose because she only had the money from where she came from, and they had money in the temple. So the temple. So they had over here a mean person. So before Ellie, could, before Ellie could buy her lamb that she wanted to sacrifice because her heart's desire was to worship God, she then had to go to the mean person. Boo. It's a bit like a pantomime today, isn't it? And then she had to change her money into temple money. So she then had to buy her 200 pounds 
Oh, but he charged commission. So it actually cost her 250 pounds for the 200 pound lamb so that she could then take the lamb and lay it down at the altar for it to be sacrificed so she could honor God. Thank you very much, guys. And Jesus came into that situation and said, this is a house of prayer, this court of the Gentiles, where those who are outside of Judaism can come and hear who God is and worship him. You have turned it into a den of And he was livid. And he turned over all the tables and he set the animals free and he kicked everybody out. And he was following the, the, the Isaiah and Jeremiah prophecy that was prophesied about 600 years later. And if you're wondering this morning, how long will God wait for me? How long will God continue to come back to me and offer him a chance to come back and be with him again? If you've wandered away, well, God was able, God was happy to send another prophet, send another prophecy and fulfill that 600 years later. God will wait for those who are going to come to him. So this morning, Palm Sunday, Jesus walking up in this tense and violent situation, goes and cleanses the temple so that people like us, all the Bible describes us as all those who are far off, so the gospel could come. And next week, we're going to get into Easter. And then after that, we're going to get into Pentecost and all that God has done so that we who are far off, the court of the Gentiles, can come and to know him. Amen.